you have to give credit to the people who stay by you, stand next to you, shoulder to shoulder, listen and are there for you, even when things are bad. It's 11.15, my good listeners. I'm in bed. I got up. I did what I needed to do. I drank coffee and then I felt myself need a little bit of time to myself. So that's where we are. I'm supposed to get up in about an hour and go to Paris to this atelier that does painting class and I put that in quotes and well that's all fine but in the back of my head it's 2017 and we're getting ready to go to my sister's funeral this is the day that we buried her The funeral was both Catholic and Muslim. There was a mass of people from her work that came probably because they had to. She was good, good friends with the CEO, not just a colleague. She was the vice president. And she had 80 or so people that worked underneath her and they all showed up. I wore two-piece knit set from Mac Studio. Extra elegant. A set that I've never actually had an opportunity to wear and probably for the rest of my life, I won't, unless for such an occasion. My sister loved when I dressed up. At the time, those last few years, I was into cozy, in quotes. I was cat sitting and dog sitting. And in between that, I was painting landscapes and pet portraits. So I wore whatever kept me warm those Philly winters. And sometimes when she would be over, I'd show up in like a knit skirt, leg warmers, all kinds of stuff that was (laughs) not matching. Sort of tribals that she'd call it. And she'd look me up and down and frown. Hard enough that I would have to go back upstairs and change or I'd feel uncomfortable facing her in her perfect coordinated outfits and perfectly manicured nails, beautiful jewelry. So I would pick something that was business casual or something that I would have worn if 
<laughs> I was in front of a group like I used to do when I was a seminar trainer, corporate international consultant, which was um, something by Calvin Klein that you would find from Macy's. I'd call it a suit dress, color block, black and gray, Kenneth Cole, red and black, Calvin Klein, smart tights, simple jewelry, my hair pulled back, my Donna Karen glasses that scream techie, nerd slash chic business lady that now when I wear I feel <laughs> slightly odd and out of place. Um, I wear those glasses all the time even when I paint it, but they're dated now compared to the hipster, gigantic 80s frames that I see running around. And I'd come back downstairs and go, ta-da! And she would smirk. And then we would drink tea and I would listen to her talk to my parents. And when the mood was right or if there was a pause, we would chit-chat. How's work? How's blank? He who remains nameless. Her boyfriend at the time that we didn't like. What's new? And try to keep the conversation as ordinary as possible. If we are talking about <clears throat> that year that she was diagnosed, the conversations were light. If we're talking about years previous to that, she would stop by and see my parents. And then the chance that I would see her. And she would always come, I think from what I remember, and I'd have to double check, through the front door Sometimes in the back door. But she used the front door sometimes, which is odd because that was really reserved for people that weren't in the family. I wasn't allowed to cry as hard as my mom or my dad the day that she passed. I was in too much shock. And seeing my parents weep was hard. Horrifying. Horrifying. I jumped out of the car while my dad was driving because I thought I was going to die. It was a little bit raining and he was crying so hard I was 100% sure he couldn't see the road and we were going to all die in the car. So as soon as there was a red light, I literally jumped out of the car and jumped into my brother's car and shook and spoke extremely fast to him that there was no way I was ever going to get back in that car. Um, and it occurred to me later that it was just a complete mistake that no one 
opted to drive the car for them. Like, how can you drive yourself to a cemetery to bury your kid? I don't know. The flowers at our funeral were incredible. I'm pretty sure that that whole thing cost thousands of dollars, just the flowers. I don't know what the whole cost of the funeral was, but let me tell you a detail that haunts me, because I helped plan that whole thing. The dinner that was after the funeral featured, or the lunch, whatever you want to call it, the meal, featured a plate that she had selected for her rehearsal dinner, which was chicken marsala, a dish that she made really well that I can no longer eat without thinking of her and her little apartment in Cherry Hill. Oops. Guess that's done. Look, something in you dies when a person who is in your family gets put in the ground and it's never gonna get back. It's never gonna come back. It'll never come back. She'll never come back. And who knows what happens after all of this. No one's come back to tell us. And I know that I'm not as strong as she was. And I have no idea how the rest of it's going to go. I don't even know if I have the same length of time. I often believe that I'm going to die at the same age that she did which gives me what six years seven we used to get the same weird injuries like if she cut her hand on a can (laughs) like I did the same week and talked about it And we both were like, what happened to your hand? And we said it at the same time. I cut it on a can. Which is a strange thing to injure yourself on because, I mean, usually you're careful, you know? She had all the answers. She had endless advice. Nothing I said ever shocked her. That's not entirely true, but that's for a different day. Look, I can't keep anything straight today. I'm in and out of time. And maybe I'll just keep whispering to you about it. I want to go to that painting class. I want to lay here in bed. I want to think about her. I can't. I 
I've learned my lesson with um, crying through this medication that it creates a headache that's paralyzing and a sound in my head that sounds like the electricity noise that you can hear when you're a kid that you might not be able to hear now if you're an adult because of eardrum damage. But that like buzzing sound, almost like the sound your ears make when you yawn and you can't hear people. That's what I hear all the time as my emotions start to rise. And I had a really bad session with my psychiatrist yesterday. I mean, the worst. So I cried about that too. I'm so sick and tired of not being able to feel like I know what I'm doing. Not having a schedule. I'm not sick of motherhood, but I'm definitely sick of the chaos that's around it. Which in the balance of do I have another kid or not have another kid is another tick towards not have another kid. Even though my soul wants to grow more love. I want to thank you again for listening. This one's long. Probably awkward and cringy to listen to. So I appreciate it. Wherever you are, take care.